You are listening to the Fresh Focus Podcast, where VA dietitian nutritionists are serving up health and wellness information for veterans and their families. In addition to being in clinic, chatting over the phone, or using Video Connect, we are increasing your access with this podcast. This series provides helpful hints for diet and lifestyle changes focusing on heart health. If you have a new diagnosis or just discharged from the hospital, it can be overwhelming to understand all the recommendations on eating and exercising once you're on your way back home. Take a listen to VA dietitians as they provide helpful hints on protecting your heart and keeping our nation's heroes home and healthy. Hey everyone, my name is Ashley Johnson and I am the dietetic intern here at the Marion VA in Illinois. In this episode, I'm going to be talking to you today about tips that you can do at the grocery store and in your kitchen that support your heart. Going to the grocery store can feel overwhelming, especially when you have diet restrictions that influence what foods you can and cannot buy. Hopefully today's podcast will help shed some light on these topics for you. Let's unpack this subject and start at the beginning. Before going grocery shopping, there are a few things you should try to do to prepare. One is make a grocery list. Be sure to look over the entire pantry and fridge to check your inventory and then add the things that you know you will need. Once this list is made, make sure you only buy those items. You'll end up saving money, spending less time at the grocery store, and also prevent aimlessly wandering up and down each aisle where your chances of grabbing unnecessary and unhealthy foods are increased. Another important tip before going grocery shopping is not going hungry. Going to this grocery store hungry without a list is just a recipe for disaster. Going to the grocery store hungry with a list can still cause you to make less healthy choices and buy way more than you need. On top of that, the food usually purchased is typically not as healthy. I had a veteran with a sweet tooth that would always stock up on ding-dongs when he went to the Walmart, but admitted he would go grocery shopping after work before he had dinner. Once he started packing a snack to eat before going grocery shopping, He was able to have more control over his sweet tooth and would avoid going down the cupcake aisle. One rule of thumb is to try to do most of your shopping on the perimeter of the grocery store. Think about why that's important. What is typically found on the perimeter of the grocery store? You have your fresh produce, dairy, fish, and lean meats, all whole food items. Now think about what is found in the center aisles of the store. You have packaged and processed foods that are often higher in sodium and added sugars. Shopping the perimeter rather than the aisles is an effective way to build the core of a healthy and nutritious diet. Now that we have the skills for smarter shopping, we can talk about some tips for healthier choices that support your heart. The first tip that I love to talk about is eating the rainbow. What this means is when it comes to fruit and vegetables, it is important to include a wide and colorful variety. Phytochemicals are naturally occurring plant chemicals that are responsible for the color, smell, and taste of each plant. Each plant also contains vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients that work to improve our health. Because each phytochemical provides different health benefits, eating the rainbow can actually maximize your health by eating in a variety of colorful fruits and vegetables. This can be easily done by eating a variety of colorful plant foods each day, or simply put, eating the rainbow. I know this may seem overwhelming, so what I like to do is pick one new fruit and vegetable a week and work my way through the colors. Once I get more comfortable incorporating these different fruits and veggies into my daily recipes, it becomes easier to build a colorful diet over time. Next is to choose whole grains and high fiber foods. 
You can find whole grain versions of rice, bread, cereal, flour, and pasta at most any grocery stores. The Dietary Guidelines for Americans recommend that at least half of all grains should at least be whole grains. Whole grains are linked to lowering your risk of heart disease, diabetes, certain cancers, and other health problems. One study published in the American Heart Association's journal, Circulation, reported that eating at least three servings of whole grains, which is 48 grams, every day was associated with a 20% lower risk of death from all causes and a 25% lower risk of dying from cardiovascular disease. With that being said, whole grains and fiber go hand in hand. When you're purchasing a product that has whole grain, that means it also has fiber in it. Fiber is key in a heart-healthy diet due to its ability to naturally lower cholesterol, stabilize blood sugar, and aid in weight loss by keeping you full longer. Most Americans do not get the recommended 25 grams uh, for women and 38 grams for men. If you feel your diet is lacking fiber, try adding more fruits, whole grains, nuts and seeds, and vegetables. One of the veterans I worked with was having difficulty staying full and controlling his appetite. Once we looked into his diet, we realized that he was lacking fiber from whole grains and also from fruits and veggies. The veteran made a comment to me that he always had a sweet tooth in the afternoon, so we came up with a yogurt parfait. It had plain Greek yogurt, whatever fresh fruit he was feeling that week, and then we topped it with chia seeds and a drizzle of honey. We added two different sources of fiber just in one of those snacks alone. Once we slowly started adding foods with high-fiber content, the veteran reported noticing snacking less and actually feeling fuller longer. Another important tip to remember is limiting your added sugar. But what is added sugar? Added sugars are sugars and syrups that are added to foods and beverages when they are processed or prepared. Naturally occurring sugars, such as those in fruit or milk, are not added sugars. Added sugars have many different names. Examples include brown sugar, cane juice, corn syrup, dextrose, fructose, fruit nectars, glucose, high fructose corn syrup, honey, lactose, malt syrup, maltose, maple syrup, molasses, raw sugar, and sucrose. That's a lot of different names for added sugar. So if you look at the food label, these now have a section called added sugars under the carbohydrate section. According to the Dietary Guidelines for Americans, people older than two years old should keep sugars in less than 10% of their total daily calories. For example, if an adult consumes 2,000 calories a day, no more than 200 calories should come from added sugars. I have a little backstory for you. So my grandma was a health nut. She always had some sort of healthy advice to give us as grandkids. And one that I am so grateful her sharing with me was how bad soda was for you. She told me just by cutting out soda, she lost over 10 pounds. I was only 11 at the time, and I had no idea that my three to five sodas a day was the reason I was holding extra weight. And just like her, after I stopped drinking soda, I lost about five to six pounds. I am still so thankful for that easy tip I learned as a child, and 20 years later, still no soda. So next on our list for what to buy for heart health is going to be high-quality meat. High-quality meaning turkey, chicken, white fish, grass-fed beef, and wild game. High-quality meat should be bought at least 90% of the time. Meats that are processed should be limited to 10% of the time. These are going to include your deli meats, your hot dogs, your sausage, and bacon. Many times, if you have a heart condition or have recently been hospitalized, they will put you on a low-sodium restriction diet. Doctors often advise you to keep your sodium intake less than 2,000 milligrams a day.
The largest amount of sodium comes from processed, packaged, and restaurant foods, not just from a salt shaker. So pay attention to food labels because they tell you how much sodium is in food products. For example, foods with 140 milligrams or less of sodium per serving are considered low in sodium. Sodium levels of the same type of food can vary widely, so you should compare the nutrition fact labels and select products with the lowest amount of sodium per serving. Excessive sodium intake is a concern for 9 out of 10 Americans, with the average American consuming 3,400 milligrams of sodium a day. Having less sodium in your diet may help you lower or avoid high blood pressure, which is a major risk factor for heart disease and stroke. So now that we have covered how to choose heart-healthy foods at the grocery store, it's time to talk about how to plan for eating healthy while dining out. Dining out has become a way of life in our culture. While it can be a pleasant social event, you also need to keep your health in mind. Meals eaten out are often loaded with extra calories, fat, and sodium. Here are some tips to help you get ready for dining out. The first is plan for the day. When you know you'll be dining out, make an extra effort to eat less during the day. Save some of your calories, fat, and sodium budget so you can enjoy your restaurant meal. Choose your restaurant wisely. Look for restaurants that have a wide variety of foods that you can fit into your meal plan. Avoid all-you-can-eat restaurants because portions can be very hard to control. Next would be look up nutrition information. You can check online or at the restaurant to see if the restaurant you're dining at has nutrition information posted. This will allow you to make heart-healthier options. Then you can plan for the meal. Think of the whole meal instead of each course separately. For instance, you can skip the appetizer if you know you want a salad. Look for a healthier selection. Many restaurants identify menu items that are lower in calories, fat, and sodium. Choose these meals, but remember you still need to choose to watch your portions. Don't be afraid to ask your server for more insight if the menu does not highlight these menu options. You can also special order your meal the way you want it. Most restaurants will change the way a menu item is prepared if you ask. Speak to your server and ask for foods to be cooked without salt or extra fat, such as oil or butter. You can also request to have the dressings, sauces, and gravies on the side. Substitute an order of french fries with a small green salad with low-calorie dressing or a fresh fruit cup, if available. As a former server, I can attest it is very common to modify your meal, so do not feel bad for asking. Lastly, you're going to want to watch your portion sizes. Restaurant servings are larger than a standard meal. Share your meal with another person or pack half of your meal in a to-go box before you begin eating. This will help you to avoid eating more than you should. So I hope next time you go to the grocery store, you'll remember these helpful tips. Next time you go out to eat, you'll be able to order with confidence, knowing you're making your meal work for your heart instead of against it. Please remember to reach out to your local VA dietitian for individualized guidance in reaching your health goals. Please subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you for listening to Fresh Focus.